0: also think on the other side of that realizing that you have a lot more time in the day that you might think because I know that there are days when my day is just not going as planned and then I just give up on the entire day and I'm like I'll start fresh tomorrow but it's like but why do I always resort to that like there's still five hours left in the day that I can do stuff
1: Welcome to Sorted, a podcast for creatives by creatives. I'm Emma. And I'm Alex. So get your coffee ready and let's get sorted. Welcome back to Sorted. We're so excited to dive into all things time blocking, time management, and tips and tricks from an amazing entrepreneur, Ashlyn Cubinson. We're going to dive into her process. She has her own planner. She has her own podcast. She's an incredible entrepreneur, mother, and just all around person who I've had the honor of working with through the past couple of year. And yeah, so first off we just kind of wanted to talk about our experience with time blocking, talk about, you know, time time management in general and yeah, just give our insight before we jump on with Ashlyn. Yeah, Alex, what is your I we've never talked about this, but do, what do you time block?
0: I like to say that I time block all the time, but I can't even lie. There are weeks when I use it to its full potential and then there are weeks that I don't use it at all when I am really underwater in the weeds and I'm kind of just more stressed out, which is kind of the opposite. Like, that's when I should actually be using time blocking. But I find it super, super <laughs> helpful. And so, for those of you who might be like, what does time blocking even mean? So, I think it has different definitions for everyone. But for me, it's just literally what it sounds like time blocking. So, how I do that is I put blocks of time on my Google Calendar. And i book that for specific projects so if i know i have these three projects to do today i'm gonna say okay from 9 to 12 it's going to be this project and i'm not going to touch anything else then from 12 to 2 it might be the next project and so on and so forth and so then your focus is really just on that project and you know you only have two hours or 30 minutes or whatever it might be to finish that task so that is the way that I use time blocking again I'm so excited to hear Ashlyn's input and her professional eyes on time blocking and the tips and tricks that she's going to inform us of because I feel like I don't use it to its full potential and I am one that could definitely benefit from it so Emma what kind of time blocking tips do you have?
1: I completely agree with what you said about I don't do it enough and I think that it would really help with when I get overwhelmed and anxious and feel like I have a little bit too much on my plate. I do do time blocking in the sense of I block off um, every week. I block off my call times. So I only say that I'm available during like X, Y, Z time during the week. And that's like when I'll take calls. There are exceptions with clients. Sometimes I work with clients that are in California or Australia or different places that they don't I can't really fit them into my schedule. So I do make exceptions. But 80% of the time, at least I do try to kind of keep my my call times within those sections of my day. And that really helps me personally because I, I find that time blocking really helps, and I'm sure Ashley will dive into this, but with kind of switching between tasks, you know, when you have project A, project B, and then you also have to do your newsletter, you still ha- you have to do some outreach, you have to do some organization on your your end, like if you kind of hop around on a to-do list, you know, if, with a regular to-do list, you just kind of have a list, which I do love like a regular style to-do list, but when you just have a list, it's sometimes hard to prioritize what order of things and how to like, what to start with, and you know, do you start with the hardest, Do you start with the easiest, do you just get the easy things done. I know for me, when I have like, again, as I was saying, like those, those deadlines and you know things that have crept up and I have this long to do list and I don't know how to tackle it something that really helps me is time blocking in the moment which I actually do this quite often where I will take a piece of paper and I'll lay out my day and be like okay from eight to nine you're gonna do this from nine to ten you're gonna work on this you know you're gonna do this project here and it kind of gives me and I like schedule in my lunch I schedule in my workout I schedule in like a walk with Sadie I schedule in you know my morning routine and things like that so that a lot of times that will help me when I feel really overwhelmed on a specific day and sometimes when I know you know I didn't get as much work done on you know it's Tuesday and I'm like end of the day and it rolls around and I really didn't cross off enough on my to-do list or it's really hard I, sometimes with creativity you know and like with things that you need like especially logos and things you need to kind of spend a little time being creative with if you, an idea isn't going to strike you right then you kind of need to, like some time to spend with it I'm working on a project right now and I technically had like a a phase due on friday and i reach out to them and i was like hey i just want to spend a little bit more time with this project i have you know some pieces to deliver you but i don't think that they're you know fully you know to the full you know their full uh potential so i need to like work with them yeah i just need to kind of like sit and stare with them and it's so funny because i went to a concert last night and i totally got uh inspired by something because it's a musician so i'm glad i waited on that so i think there is some value in in that as creatives but also like you know being communicative with your clients on deadlines but anyway so if I don't get everything done like on a Tuesday after you know I I look at my I I try to do an end of the day review every day sometimes it doesn't get done but I try to do it every day and so sometimes I'll do that system what I just said like where I set you know my time my time block for the next day the night before so that when I wake up I know what time I want to wake up I know what time I need to get things done and my like day for the next day if I have like a lot to get done that day but yeah
0: I also think that you bring up a really good point and I kind of just touched the surface on like how I time block for projects specifically, but you bring up a good point that it's okay to tie in your life things within time blocking as well. So things like take a lunch. And actually on my calendar, I have a morning and a midday walk that's automatically on my calendar every single day. So then it reminds me, okay, I can't take a call or I can't work on this project then because I have to take a walk. I have to force myself outside because it's hard when you're creative and we're staring at a screen all day that you forget to eat lunch sometimes or you forget oh, wow, I have not been outside at all today. And so I think that it's really important. And it's okay that if you need to schedule in a lunchtime, literally
1: schedule it in. Like that's t- totally okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's definitely something I think Ashton will touch on. And especially for her, she's a mom and she has, you know, multiple multiple businesses and a podcast. So scheduling in and figuring out a system. And I think a lot of color coding is involved for, you know, for us specifically, like Alex, you and I are like, you know, we time block in sorted. And we time block in, I time block in gold Narrow guild and my client work and work for my business. So it's, I think that figuring out how much time you want to devote to each project or each like part of your business. Um, and then also figuring out your personal life as well. I know for me, I also time block in my, I've started type something. One of my goals this year was to really establish a good morning routine because, it's really easy for me to get out of bed and stay in my, put on a sweatshirt, stay in my pajamas and, you know, not feel my best throughout the day because I'm not like ready. And when I say ready, all you really need to do is like wash my face and put on, you know, lotion and, you know, brush my hair and maybe like put it up or do something with it. Um, that's not like a bun and a sweatshirt and or just put on a non pajama sweatshirt um that i feel so much better and i feel i know it's like silly but i do feel more productive throughout the day if i do get ready and um you know i i have that coffee and i you know have an actual morning routine where i have 15 minutes to myself i usually read the news and i I do a french lesson and some things in the morning that like get my brain flowing and you know aren't aren't it's on my phone but not like scrolling if that makes sense
0: right i love that and it goes back to that phrase look good feel good do good (laughs) I always feel so much more productive when I actually get dressed in the morning in real people clothes. That's so, funny. so uh, and another thing that, that I didn't mention that I also do is time block out for client calls. Yeah. And so like Emma, mine are only on Tuesdays and Thursdays, because in reality, like who wants to take a client call on a Monday? That just sounds horrendous. <laughs> so I do mine Tuesdays and Thursdays, and obviously there are times where clients can't, get in on a Tuesday and Thursday and then I'll make exceptions for that but I love now going into the week knowing okay I only have to talk to my clients or like new calls rather I should say on Tuesdays and Thursdays and so then I can kind of do the more production heavy stuff on the other days or design intense thinking on the other days and know that I won't get distracted of oh I have a call in an hour that I need to prepare for yeah
1: and then you have that call and you want to do exactly what you talked about in the call and not go back to the project you were doing before the call and I agree I leave mondays mainly open for client work and also just like um I call it like admin work where I work on yeah. stuff for my own business a lot on mondays because yeah. it sets me up for the week and it lets me have some time not to like to not to dive right in um but to like kind of slowly get back to you know those those heavier projects and uh things like I that. love that but yeah and sometimes yeah. on mondays
0: it's it takes a while for my brain to kind of get into that creative mode because I was relaxing all weekend. I was away from work. I was hanging out with friends and family. And so it takes a little bit for me to get back into the swing of things. So it's nice to have Mondays kind of open for, for client work,
1: but also um, for admin stuff, like you said. Yeah, exactly. It it gives you, you know, it's a setting boundaries within your own, own business. And that's the freedom that we have as, as business owners. I think that sometimes we forget, like we're doing this because we, want that freedom and that creative freedom so um, yeah well
0: we are so excited to learn even more about this um, in a professional aspect and just what what else Emma and I can do as well as all of you guys could do to really implement time blocking and things that you might not have thought of before to help streamline your business to help get your personal life organized and all of that good stuff so without further ado we now introduce you to Ashlyn.
1: Well, we're here with Ashlyn and we are so excited to dive into all things time blocking. First off, Ashlyn, do you want to just start by giving us a little overview of you, how you got into time blocking, how you got into overall, you know, this organizational entrepreneurial route that you've kind of come, come down um, and yeah, just a little bit about
2: you. Yeah. So first I just want to say thank you to Emma and Alex for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here. I love chatting about anything productivity. So this is right up my alley. My background is actually in real estate. I'm a real estate broker. I owned and operated my own company with agents under me, all while owning a couple other companies with my husband. And at the time, we decided to pull my oldest son from school, and I started becoming a homeschooling mom. And I knew that I needed systems in play because... I was running around with my head cut off. I could not manage to get it all done. I was stressed. I was barely eating. So I looked up into time blocking. And this was about, I first looked it up, I would say about five years ago. And I really dived in. I love, I am like a real free spirit actually. So I don't love all the structure. But I have learned to love it because it has helped me so much balance my time, my life, be there for my kids, and still be able to chase like, my entrepreneurial dreams, which I have many. I'm kind of like multi-passionate. <laughs> oh, um, yes, you
1: are. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so that is kind of my start to
0: learning how to time block. So talk to us a little bit about, I know that you're a mom, you're a homeschooling mom, um, you have your own podcast, so talk to us a little bit about how you stay organized with all of that. What are things that you implement now that you maybe didn't before, and how do you just balance all of it? The number one thing is my schedule
2: is a little bit rigid, so it's probably more rigid than other people would prefer, but I have to because of my lifestyle, so time blocking is the number one thing. I have morning, evening routines, and I time block, so there are only specific times that we homeschool, there are specific specific times I record podcasts, specific times that I do pretty much anything, and I really just stick to that consistency. I do create a lot of free space in my schedule also because I would go crazy if every minute of my life was planned. (laughs) Um, But that is probably the number one thing. And then I use like Google Docs all the time. So I just have like, even like my social media content or podcasts that I want to record, I make sure I stay organized with my ideas and all of my content that I'm going to produce. So I'm a huge proponent of Repurposing content, batching content,
0: just anything I can do to make my life easier is basically what I will do. So when something goes like, let's say you have your whole day time blocked, and something comes up, and then your whole day gets thrown off, how how do you react? Like, how what is your go to of how to kind of fix the rest of your day so it doesn't just become haywire the entire day? Yeah, I love this question because I used to stink at this. I would really
2: throw <laughs> me off. I would get so frustrated because I'm like, oh. I've Working so hard on this and now I just got to scratch my whole day but what I've learned is no take care of whatever the problem is so say it's like my son needs to go get an x-ray because he fell off of a tree which has happened like okay we're going to go do that now look at my schedule when I'm done, where am I at, what can I still finish for the day, and just scratch the other pieces. And I do like a end of the day five minute review of my calendar. And so I look and see what did I not complete. And then I have white space in my the rest of my week to plug that in so that I can at least get what I wanted to accomplish done that
1: week. I love that because I, I definitely have a hard time if I, we were, we were just talking about this in the intro that When I get kind of thrown off, I have a really hard time of like resetting and figuring out, um, you know, where to plug it in because I, I uh, definitely, I I think all all people that are creative entrepreneurs sometimes have a hard time valuing. We value ourselves on our productivity, and that's not the only piece of our life that matters. And so, something we were talking about earlier is that um, we both kind of time block in personal our personal ads as well. Alex time blocks in, um, her morning and her afternoon walk, which I want to start doing too. Um, (laughs) and you know, I talked about time blocking in like my morning routine and, um, different things like that. So how do you think that time blocking can help with that balance and that, you know, the work-life balance and also balance within your own business as well, like, you know, within client work. And I mean, for you, I guess it's kind of different, but you know, between the kind of multiple parts of your, of your businesses?
2: Yeah. So another reason why I really started time blocking was because there was a passion project that I was working on that I wasn't really making time for because I just felt like there was no way I could fit something else in. So I think that Even if you're starting out time blocking and maybe you don't want to have your whole week planned or you just want to start off small and real easy and be able to stay consistent, start with something that's important to you and that you really want to do in your life. And it can be personal, it can be business, it can be whatever you want, but use that as a tool. The biggest thing with any habit is you just have to be consistent and you have to know that you're not going to be perfect 100% of the time. So it's a lot of mindset, it's a lot of like, it's okay i'm not a failure because i didn't get it done today or because i didn't do it just try again tomorrow and so that's i think the biggest thing
0: i also think on the other side of that realizing that you have a lot more time in the day that you might think because i know that there are days when my day is just not going as planned and then i just give up on the entire day and i'm like i'll start fresh tomorrow But it's like, but why do I always resort to that? Like there's still five hours left in the day that I can do stuff. And something that comes to my mind right now is my, this is very random, but my brother just finished the 75 day hard challenge, which people have their opinions about it. You know, whatever, if you, if you love it, (laughs) hate it. And I asked him what the biggest thing that he learned from that challenge was. And he said, there is so much more time in a day that I thought, because during those 75 days, you're having to read however many pages in your book. You have to do two workouts. And he's like, prior to that, I would do less than that and feel like I was pressed for time. But then this kind of opened his eyes and he realized that there's, I have so much more time because I can do all of these things in a day because I was forced to do it for 75 days. And then now he's able to carry that on. I
2: love that lesson that he learned. And I think
0: that That's one great thing about the 75 hard
2: is we don't realize how much of a distracted culture we live in. And because we're so distracted, we always feel scattered. So we feel like there's like a lot less time in the day to get things done, but really we do have it. We just have to focus and recenter ourselves and like have priorities. And that's like one of the biggest things with time blocking is if you don't know your priorities, you're not going to be able to time block successfully. That's yeah. such a good point. That's
1: Distraction good point. is is huge. Is huge now. Yeah. So as you just said, like priorities within time blocking, I'd love to kind of walk through um, your process of like, do you sit down every Sunday and do you set up your week? How do you how do you figure out those priorities? And also like, what do you physically use? To, to time block, like what, um, you know, methods. We had someone, we asked some for some polls on our Instagram stories. If you're not following us there, you should follow us at at sorted.pod, interact with episodes and things like that. But we asked kind of people if they were familiar with time blocking and how they did it. And someone commented that they use Post-it notes, and I thought that was so interesting because then, like, you could, you know, if you have it on, like, a big calendar, you could, like, move it along and different and things like that. But I would love to hear your, you know, your personal system and, you know, how you plan out your week.
2: So I plan monthly, actually. I do a high-level monthly planning, and then, which I need to. I, like I said in the beginning, i it, I'm yeah. very structured. Actually, I just went
1: wide-eyed. <laughs> We're like, oh, my God. I am
2: like, wow, I need to step it up. <laughs> So I do high-level monthly, but what high-level monthly means is, okay, everybody has set routines that they have to do, like whether you're a parent or you're not a parent, like there's just things that you know are going to happen that month, whether it's your best friend's birthday and you're going to dinner on the 27th or if your child goes to school every single day, Monday through Friday, those are things you can easily plug in at the beginning of the month and it makes it feel so much easier because you have less to put on your calendar weekly. And then I do a I level down and I focus on (laughs) weekly planning. So what are going to change? Like, what are the variables of this week? What can I plug in? And then, like I said, I do kind of a five minute nightly review. That's really optional. When I, when I help other people time block, I tell them, you know, I am more type a personality right now. Like it's just, it's not naturally necessarily who I am, but I have become that and
1: adopted that behavior because it's what's helped me stay sane and successful. I think that's really important for creatives too, is I think a lot of us um, and I know I'm definitely like an, org- I call myself like an organized creative, but I think that a lot of creatives and you know creative entrepreneurs have a hard time with that kind of honing in on those and funneling those ideas into. So I think it's really interesting. As you said, you're not, that. Ma- I think it makes you special that you're not this. Cause you know, I would have assumed, you know, if I came to your website and I saw how organized and yeah, you have like you your life together, I would think that you were like the most type A person out there. So I think it's really it's really interesting that, you know, you're not necessarily, you know, you kind of had to make a system for yourself. And that's probably what, you know, that's what got you into time blocking. And I think that's what the value of it too. I think it's very valuable for uh, creative people because it can curb some of that creativity.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a big mental block that a lot of people have. And I've even had it in the past of just thinking like, well, that's not really who I am. So I can't do it. But why can't you learn how to do that? Like we all can learn different skills and we can learn how to behave differently and have different habits. And so if it's important enough to you, and if your life is a mess enough, sometimes (laughs) you will be able to adopt those habits and those kind of personality traits that you might admire from somebody else and be able to implement it into your life. I do try to share my stories because I know when People normally when I do interviews or if they listen to my podcast, sometimes I get, you know, messages like, Oh, you, it's easy for you. You just got it all together. No, there are times that things don't work out. Well, and it's a mess, but I try to share those real parts of me too in my stories so people can connect and feel like it doesn't always work out perfectly, but I'm trying my best to use systems to help make my life easier.
0: I love that. So when you're talking about monthly planning and doing all of that, is this on a physical planner? Do you implement Google Calendar? Do you use Notion or an online digital planner? So I am a paper planner person. The reason why I really
2: like it is for me to physically be able to write in, and I use different colors, so that's part of my system, is I identify categories. So one to seven max is what I recommend people identify for categories. I personally have five categories that I time block for right now. And each category has a specific color. And I like to use a paper planner, open it up, be able to see it physically and see how full are my days. Or if like when I was writing a book, I was looking at like, how often am I writing? How often is it really there? Or am I just seeing all red, which is my work schedule. And if I see all red, that's a red flag to me that, okay, I am not spending enough time in my personal life or with my family or on, you know getting a facial if I want one, or taking a bath, anything that I might need to take care of myself. So I love paper planner. However, to make my personal system a little harder, because my husband will never look at the paper planner, I also use... (laughs) I also use our, just our Apple phone, which syncs up and I have those color coordinated with the same colors and then anything that's important to him for him to know, since, you know, we own our own businesses, we kind of have to be on the same page. I just share that with him and he knows those appointments because otherwise I will go crazy having to tell him (laughs) 13
1: times. (laughs) I think there's value in that because, you know, if it's a partner or a husband or even like a business, you know, with Alex and I doing this podcast together, you know, figuring out a system like that, like. I'm, pers- I kind of, I'm the same way. I mix a a paper planner and a and a and a Google calendar, and um, you know, kind of use those systems. But I think it's there's value in kind of. A lot of us are lucky enough to be working for ourselves, but you know, you still have to integrate other people's preferences, and you know, w- whether again it be that like personal partner or a professional partner. So it's important to, I think, to note that, yeah.
0: One thing that I so before I started Notion, I was paper planner, color coordinated, and all of that good stuff. But I was also one that I loved when my planner was clean. So if I didn't do a task that was written in bright purple ink, I would like white out, and then it just ended up being like so messy. So do you have any method of like if something doesn't get done, do you do you just cross it off? Like is it a messy planner? Are you very clean? Do you use white out? <laughs> So I try
2: to keep it really clean. Um, I don't use whiteout. (laughs) Old school. (laughs) If something doesn't work out, what I try to do is I try to look at that day right away. If I know like, okay, I just, I couldn't finish that because maybe homeschool took too long because my son wasn't understanding math that we were on and I had to take that extra time. Then what I do is I actually will write a date, a new date underneath that square of when I'm plugging that task back in to do. So instead of it being a cross off, it's like, no, it's okay. It's another mindset shift. I'm just going to adjust. I'm going to look at where I have the free space. And if it's, you know, 9-1 that I can do it on September 1st, then I'm going to plug in that. That's the day I'm going to replug in that task. I love that's that. Nice. Yeah.
0: And I know too, when shopping for a planner, There are several different planners out there, several different layouts. So how did you come across the planner that you use? Okay, so this is exciting because
2: (laughs) I would piece things together so much. I just like... I never found one that I loved because I really wanted to have like my morning routines, a sense. I, you know, try to cook at home often. I wanted to be able to put somewhere for my meals, but I also needed a daily planner. Like I I couldn't stand when it was always like I get a planner and it was just like, just a weekly or just a monthly. I needed each day to be able to time block successfully. So recently I actually hired Emma and she helped me design a custom planner and I'm so excited for it to launch. I finally got the final sample from my supplier. So exciting and we are going to be launching here in about a month max and
1: oh, so exciting I know. Yay. It's actually the first time I'm hearing that update so I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's I, you know, from I hope I hope everyone likes it visually, but I think it's a I I know it for me I, I'm the same way like I kind of like having I've started bullet, bullet journaling as my planner because I wanted to design it myself, but I spend a lot of time, um, every month and every week setting it up and organizing it and, you know, making it look good. And then I'm also kind of like Alex where I, I'm, I use whiteout and I use washi tape to cover things up and, you know, so it's definitely hard to, uh, you know, have that, that system. I think it takes up a lot of time. So it is nice to have, I I really do love the way your planner came out. I think it's a very helpful system for someone that's trying to start time blocking because you have your whole weekly view. You have the whole day, hour by hour, and you can physically like put blocks, you know, in your calendar. So I think it's a, it will be a very helpful resource for people that are just starting out time blocking. Thank I you. also <laughs>
0: think that that brings up a really good point that if you can't find a planner that doesn't work for you like at the store don't give up like make your own or find somebody else local that that designed one that made one that might speak to you more than the ones that you see in the aisle at target
1: (laughs) yeah look for small small creators and yeah i think there's a lot of people out there making planners so you know there are there are more options than what's on the target shelf
0: (laughs) because also the people that are making planners Maybe they're not like designers, you know, like maybe they're corporate business people who are having these ideas or whatever the company might be that they're working for. And so maybe finding a another graphic designer that made a planner or a photographer that made a planner or somebody who specialized in time blocking like Ashlyn herself that made a planner based on based on her life, based on her motherhood and based on her own business.
2: Yeah. One thing I'm really excited about with this planner is it does teach you kind of step-by-step how to do it. I have instructions. So it is geared for entrepreneurs or creatives and it is advised that you actually read through it. So it's like, (laughs) it's a a commitment. I don't know if you've ever heard of like cultivate what matters planner or anything like that, but it's like, you actually have to work on it if you want to be successful with it now. Granted, you could pick it up and buy it and just go and do your thing if you feel good time blocking. But I think you'll get the most out of it if you actually read through the beginning pages and yeah. take it step by step.
1: And how Alex and I went wide eye when you say you started a monthly view. I think that the planner does a really good job of breaking down months into quarters into weeks into, you know, those your, your yearly goals and, you know, those priorities that we we're talking about in those categories of how you time block. It walks you through all that so you're not just like, where do I start and how, you know, Googling it and reading blog posts that, you know, are, are nonsense that, you know, you have to kind of piece it all together. It's a really great resource that you can just kind of pick up and start if you, if you really do put the time into reading it. It's really helpful for people that have those very creative brains. It kind of helps you sort through it and get get sorted for if you you know get that organized well ashlyn thank you so much for you know your tips and tricks and your just input on what time blocking is and how it can really help creative entrepreneurs do you have any last advice for people that want to get into time blocking how to get started you know people that you know just any more information and then also plug where people can find you where they can shop the planner your podcast you know all that good information
2: yes so i think my best advice for someone who really wants to start time blocking is to take it slow, figure out what's the most important thing that you are wanting to time block with, whether it's something for your business, if it's a passion project and start there and keep it consistent. Also make sure that you pad your time. I think one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of new time blockers make is they think they can squeeze in 72 things into an hour and it's not going to work out well for you. You're going to feel frustrated and defeated. So really, had your time if a task is going to take you you know 30 minutes give yourself an hour in the beginning and yes I literally mean to double it because you're going to feel more accomplished and also make sure you use a timer so yes it might sound a little rigid but it kind of keeps your focus of like okay I know I only have 45 minutes or an hour to complete this task I'm going to set my timer I give myself a five minute warning before that timer is going to go off so I can actually wrap up my thought because one of the biggest complaints I hear from people is I hate time blocking because i leave off in the middle of a sentence or i leave off here well give yourself a little fair warning that it's time to wrap up that email or whatever you're working on one more thing because i don't throw in a lot of <laughs> no, tips I out would. here This is great. Don't time block for a project. That is another huge mistake people make is say if you're trying to build a planner or if you're trying to create a website, you don't plug in create website because that's a project. You need to make sure you break down your tasks. What are all the different things you need for your website? You know, a home page and about me page, a contact us and time block only for one task on that project. So, that's my last little bit of advice. where you can find me on instagram is at ashlyn cubison and my uh, podcast is called the fruitful entrepreneur and all of my products coming out are going to be in line with that my planner is called the fruitful time blocker and it will be available on amazon in the beginning i
1: love it we can't wait and we'll have all that linked down in the show notes below so you can follow ashlyn and stay up to date on the planner launch
0: Wow I feel so inspired now after Ashlyn's talk on time blocking and I want to get up and go buy her paper planner
1: redo my calendar and all the things. (laughs) I know I feel I felt like I had a pretty good my mind around time blocking and how I could use it within my business and I feel like after that after that chat I want to implement even more especially I just loved the way she talked about it with like a passion project and within like kind of I right now I use it very top like surface level and I really want to dive in and see how I can use it for like those bigger goals that I have for personal and with business my you know within my business I think that I could definitely apply it a little bit better in both places (laughs) I totally agree
0: For the final files one of the main takeaways that i got was to not block out by project and i know in the intro i literally just got done saying that i block out for projects but i think her hitting on the fact of don't block out for the whole project like don't just say website design block out for home page block out for about page so thinking about the project as a whole but blocking out the specific tasks within that project so then once you feel once you've done that task you feel accomplished versus just putting time on your calendar for the overall big project that you know that you're not going to get done in two hours or so and the fact that she said if it's a 30 minute project block out an hour because if you get it done before that hour you're going to feel more accomplished then if you were to just black out 30 minutes and get it done within that 30 minutes, you kind of have that extra 30 as a buffer and just have that feeling of achievement and
1: that feeling of accomplishment. So I really loved that. Yeah, I totally agree. Those were two things I definitely noted when um, I was like sitting here going, oh my God, like, contemplating my, my life. But no, I think also some things that I took away were leaving, you know, I expected her to be like, okay, time block out every minute of every day, but leaving some white space so that you can, you know, have that freedom to, you know, do, do things that come up and that inspire you. But also, you know, if you don't get everything done that one day to carry it over to those white spaces throughout your week, I think that, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very creative and I'm very organized and I'm kind of a type A, but I'm not like to the like I'm not a I'm not a type A to the max so sometimes I get very overwhelmed if I'm over planning or over organized so I think that that was like kind of a perfect takeaway for me and something that I'm definitely going to implement because I think it will make you know my calendar and my systems a little bit less overwhelming so when I sit down at the beginning of the day it's not like oh my god I have no free time like throughout the day I have no time to you know just sit and think or you know just time that's not planned out I think that I'm definitely going to implement that in my systems for sure
0: absolutely I I completely agree with you So I know that we got several fun stuff out of this episode and definitely stuff that we both want to implement into our business. And I hope that you guys did too. So if you have any tips and tricks on how you time block, we would love to hear it. Uh, Give us a comment on our Instagram post, send us a DM. We would love to chat with you. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
1: For more Sorted content, follow us on Instagram at sorted.pod. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by leaving a review. It means so much. Sorted is hosted by Alex Pizak and Emma McGoldrick.
0: Produced and edited by Carrie King. Marketing and graphic design by AP the Creative and ESM Creative Studio. Photography by Hannah Hunt. And music
1: by Dam Dharmawan. Huge thanks to all the people that made Sorted happen and to you for listening. See you you next
0: time. time.